You're listening to the Law of Attraction Radio Network. International success coach and noted author, Constance Arnold, delivers life-changing strategies through her own spiritual practices, as well as with best-selling authors and experts that she interviews. Think, Believe, and Manifest is specially designed to empower your mind and words to work for you and to bring about a life you've been dreaming of. And now, here's Constance Arnold. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to the Law of Attraction Radio Network. Of course, you know who I am. I am Constance Arnold, host of the Think, Believe, and Manifest talk show. And today I am broadcasting from, let me look out of my window, Simply Blue Sky, Atlanta, Georgia. I am so grateful that you have joined me from all over the world today. And I can say with all of the faith that's on the inside of me, I believe that if you're listening to this show today, that the Spirit of God has a track that you hear so that you can receive the downloads, you know, just that one word, the insight and the strategies that you've been praying for in your life. So uh, just so grateful to have you. Well, I'm doing good. It's been a, a great week for me here in Atlanta. Sometimes people say, well, Constance, what do you do? And I want to say, honey, if you saw my schedule, but I always make time uh, to play. I do what I call segment working. And by that, I mean, I will work and then I will take a break. I may work for four or five hours and then I may go to the gym, have lunch with a friend. So that's what works for me in order for me to really maintain a balanced life. Somebody sent me in that question. I make sure I laugh a lot and that I have people that pour back into my life. I plan my social life. For example, on the weekends, I intentionally uh, make uh, connections with my friends and say, let's do this, etc. So that's kind of how I really maintain a balanced life. Somebody asked me that question. I just want to answer that. Well, today we are blessed. We have Dr. Michael L. Mosley, and he's going to be talking about his new book, Talk Yourself Into It, Learning How to Prophesy to Yourself. I cannot wait to hear what he has to say. Um, what else? Of course, guys, remember me on social media, on Twitter, CLArnold11. On Facebook, Coach with Constance, and on uh, let's see, it, uh, uh, on uh, no, let me let me start over. <laughs> on Twitter, it's L O A Constance. I got that right. Uh, on Facebook, it's Coach with Constance, and on Instagram, it's C L Arnold one one. I got it right. I didn't have it written down. My assistant said, Miss Constance, make sure you talk about your social media and. Check me out. You will be able to see me and feel me just maybe in a different way. Of course, you can visit my website. All of you guys already know I coach people all over the world. I would love to partner with you. And as you know, I have implemented a, a new a installment plan just with you in mind. So check it out. And if you're serious about coaching, email me. We'll have a 10 minute check. 
chat and I, I will see if we're a match. I feel that God sends me certain people. And if we're not a match, I will refer you to whoever I feel will be a better fit for you. That's my story and I'm sticking to it. Uh, we're going to go to these quick commercials and then I'm going to be right back with Dr. Michael Mosley. Do you have an upcoming event where you need a dynamic speaker? Constance Arnold is a sought-after keynote speaker that will enlighten the entire audience with proven strategies that are aligned with your organization's vision and mission. An experienced speaker for major Fortune 500 companies, Constance has entertained audiences with inspiring change. Constance would love to make your next event an extraordinary success. Contact her today at Constance at FulfillingYourPurpose.com. For the past 30 years, Constance Arnold has coached clients globally in the areas of relationships, wealth, and career. Her vast clinical background gives her extraordinary understanding of human behavior to accelerate manifestation. Every coaching client receives proven action plans to create change from the inside out. Constance will be right by your side. Talk to her today at Constance at fulfillingyourpurpose.com. Okay, guys, I'm back with Dr. Michael Mosley. Uh, he is the author of a brand new book, um, Talk Yourself Into It, Learning How to Prophesy to Yourself. I don't really have to introduce him, but he is, he has one of the most popular shows on the Law of Attraction Radio Network. Uh, I know all of you uh, are listening to him. And if you haven't been after you hear this recording, you will be. So Dr. Michael Mosley, welcome to the Think, Believe, and Manifest talk show. Thank you so much. Oh, I am so happy to be here with you, Constance. I am so appreciative. Many people don't really know, but I was introduced to the Law of Attraction Radio Network through this lovely lady. She contacted me through a mutual friend of ours, and the rest is history. So I want to thank you for introducing me to the Law of Attraction audience worldwide. So <laughs> I'm very appreciative of you, and I'm happy to finally be back Back on your show again. You can pay me later, Dr. Mosley. I got you. I'm making, <laughs> making an installment. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to need that installment plan. That you... <laughs> well, well, you know, Dr. Mosley, it just shows you how people can be divinely connected. He and his lovely wife moved here and he called me. He said, well, Constance, how is Atlanta? And I just shared with him. I said, you know, just what I felt about it. And we live three exits from each other, which in Atlanta is unheard of. Yes. And, and God uses all things. And I'm just so big on divine connections. And I just feel so divinely connected to you, Dr. Mosley. Oh, well, thank you. And it is true. It is true. I am so appreciative of you and the gifting that you have given the world and you have even privately uh, shared with me and my family. I want to thank you uh, and let you know that we really do appreciate you. Well, let's get into your new book. Talk yourself into it, learning to prophesy to yourself. So yes. why did you write this book? You know, it really inspired me. Uh, it's something that has really been in my heart for a while. You know, we have uh, wonderful thoughts and being a prophet, little things will come to me. And one day, I, I think I was giving a reading to somebody and I just made a statement. You know, you just got to learn to talk yourself into it. And when I made that statement, it just, you know, stuck with my spirit. And it, it really 
one time I was reading the scripture and the Bible talked about the woman with the issue of blood. And, you know, we talk about how she became healed, but that was one little part of the story that God really focused my eye on. And that was the part when she said within herself, if I can touch the hem of his garment. And that stuck with me. She said within herself, it's something that even though she went to doctor after doctor and, you know, so much going on and so much happening, she had this condition for 12 years. That's over a decade. You know, you mm-hmm. able to see somebody go from first grade to 12th grade. You still don't have child number one. You know, so it's a lot. But she said within herself. She talked herself in trying one more alternative. One, let me try Jesus. Let me try this healing thing. Let me try it. And I wanted to encourage others to talk yourself into it. You can do whatever you put your mind to if you just learn to talk yourself into it. So, so Dr. Mosin, no matter, like that lady with the issue of blood for, was it 10 years or 12 years? 12 years. Uh, 12 years. And maybe some listener is just is thinking, wow, I've been on this job. I've been struggling for 12 years. You're saying they can begin to change their thinking and talk themselves into whatever they want. Yes, you really can. And because many times we allow, this is one thing I love about, as I researched the story, the women at that time, when they were going through a menstrual period, they had to be confined to a certain area until, the, according to the Jewish law, they were ceremonial cleaned. Well, she had to stay in this confined area. She was limited. And it wasn't her fault, but she was limited. So many people, it's not your fault of where you are. Maybe life happens, as we say, and you feel limited. But But no matter what, she did not allow her limitation to destroy her dream, her goal of wanting to be married, maybe wanting to have a child, maybe wanting to be even sexually active. She didn't let any of that stop her dream. So I want to encourage no matter if you look like you're in a dead end job. Exercise your mind and talk yourself into that better job, that better marriage, that better life. All the, you know, here we go. I'm a preacher, y'all. All (laughs) things are possible. All things are possible to him that believe. So you just got to talk yourself into it. Okay. So what would be the first thing that they should do? Somebody who, who has been feeling stuck, would they just begin to think differently? Because we know with that woman with the issue of blood, she had to say, uh-uh, I don't know how, but I'm coming up out of here. So so where would that process begin? I would say first, get it into your mind what you want. Mm-hmm. She knew that she wanted, you know, I want to be better. I want to be a, a woman, you know, and, and, you know, most women really desire to have a child. And, and you know, maybe you're looking at everybody else getting married and I'm, you know, it, it, the Bible didn't say she was ugly. She just had a condition. <laughs> <laughs> she just had a condition. And some woman right now, you are drop dead gorgeous, but we just have a condition. But get into your mind, even the home, we, we, uh, you know, we live not too far from each other. Mm-hmm. Coming to living to Georgia, I wanted to, I had a certain type of home that I wanted to live in. And I put it in my mind. Did I have the money for it? No, not at that time. Uh, but I put it in my mind. You know one thing, can I tell you this, Constance? Uh-huh. The mind has no limitations. Mm. There are no limit. You can live in the palace in your mind. The mind does not know any limitations. First, that's why I say the first step is put on your mind what you want and then go for it. 
Let's start making steps to go for it, Googling the information, researching the information, going to see. And this woman, she put in her mind, I do want to be healed. I want to be better. So it looks like number two, there's Jesus coming to town. You know what? If I can just get to him and touch his garment. See, there's a plan of action there. She's mm-hmm. believing within herself. She's seeing what she wants, and now she's talking to herself. She's seeing it, she's visualizing it, and now she's talking herself into it. And then she makes the effort. And that's the other thing. I want to tell everybody. Many people, they see it, but they don't make the effort. They let themselves talk them out of, you know, well, it may not work. Or he may have security guards all around him. I may not be able to get to him. There are going to be 5,000 people that I may not even see him. Stop talking yourself out of it and start talking yourself into it. I just believe that if I can touch the hem of his garment, I can't touch his shoulder. I probably can't touch his hand. I probably won't even be able to say hello. But if I can just get on Constance Arnold's broadcast, I believe I'll be all right. If I can just get to the area, put in my application, it's those small little things that you make the effort towards that have a great impact. So powerful. You know, when you said you came to it, uh, Atlanta, uh, my listeners love to hear me say the ATL. My Australian yes. people, they mark my Southern accent, but that's okay. But uh, <laughs> when, you, when, when you came to the ATL, you live in a very affluent area, beautiful home. And I love it when you said you didn't have the money for it. And I just want to say to somebody in line with changing your thinking, you know, uh, uh, Dr. Moses, one thing that God is really teaching me is, you know, in the Bible, when it says, when you pray, believe. And the spirit just said to me, it didn't say when you pray, you have to pay. It says, when you pray, believe. So you came here not knowing how you were going to pay, but you were believing. So that could be just the first thought change that people can begin to talk to themselves. You know, I believe things are going to happen for me. That's a powerful process. It is. And again, the mind is powerful. I said this when I I write about this in the book as well. You only go as far as your mind goes, even in Mm -hmm. driving. If you get lost, soon you will start to notice your car is going to start slowing down because you're going to start slowing down. But once you make up in your mind, I'm going to go to the next exit, then the car picks up speed again and you drive to the next exit. So I come to tell you, only go as far as your mind. Open your mind to the possibilities. Google information. Go. I, my wife spoke to me yesterday. I asked her, I said, where you would like to go just on a trip? She said, oh, I want to go somewhere. She said, I think it's to the uh, uh, Bahamas or somewhere. And, you know, I just said, well, let's look it up. Let's see where we can get there and, you know, find a good rate where we can just go there. Mm-hmm. Put it in your mind. Well, how are we going to pay for it? Well, that's none of my business right now. God told me to make my request known. He figures out the how. That's not my job. I my job is to state what I want, put it in my mind and let me start going for it. Well, I use myself as an example this week. I've been looking for I've been looking, but not really looking. You know what I mean? I was on the Internet. I knew what I wanted. You know, I'm a Mercedes girl. And so um, I, I yesterday I said, I'm getting me a new car. I'm getting my car today. I had it in my mind and I had to drive all the way, an hour away, that that was the area where I felt led to go. I was going to look at one car, but I had it in my mind that, like Dr. Mosley said, the car that I went to look at, I'm like, no, I test drove online, this not it. Then I test drove another car that I really loved, and I said, no, this isn't it. And I left coming back to uh, to my home, 
And I felt like the spirit or intuition said to me, turn around, go back and look at that third car. I went back, test drove the third car. Um, that's the car that I'm getting, etc. They're going to deliver it to me on Saturday. But this is what Dr. Moses said. I've been had this car in my mind for a yes. couple of months. But yesterday is when I said, okay, I'm getting my car today. But I have been like meditating on it and saturating myself in it and immersing myself in that picture, like Dr. Mosley said. And it works. Yeah. It, it really, I even, um, in fact, I did a show uh, uh, that's coming out, uh, talk about the power of pretending. And I also write about that in the I book. It's so much fun to pretend. Pretend. Now, some people say, well, you know, that's just lying. You just lying to yourself. And I said, no. And I wrote about this in the book. It's not a lie. You know what is a lie? Poverty is a lie. Yeah. God never brought you to this earth for you to live uh, beneath your privilege, beneath your potential. That is the lie. So when you find even as a child, we want to pretend that we are princesses and princes and kings and queens. We want to pretend that's because that's who we really are. So I come to tell you, make sure you are not living the lie and start lining up even with the area of pretending, visualizing it, lining up to who you really are. You are, I like what you said, Constance, you said, you know, I'm a Mercedes girl. That is who you are. And anything other than that beneath that would have been a lie. So I'm glad you're telling the truth and you are receiving the truth. And I'm going to be like the Bible, the old Baptist mother. And the truth is setting you free. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, we've had so many experiences in our lives that have impacted our thinking. And you have one chapter that says, Lord, save my mind. What do you mean by that? And how can listeners begin to do that? You know what I, I do? I love that chapter. It's mm -hmm. one of my favorite chapters. Lord, save my mind. You know, in church, we speak about a lot. Lord, save my soul. You know, I want to go to heaven. I want to go to heaven. Well, I really believe first what God really is saying, I want to save your mind, mm -hmm. that subconscious mind, mm -hmm. because in your mind is how you live. I don't think God is really concerned about, you know, a lot of things that we do. He's concerned about how we believe to focus and to manifest the things that the desires of our heart stop talking again stop talking yourself out of it but start talking yourself into it the greatest prophet in the world is not me of course although i'm very appreciative of that but <laughs> the greatest I, prophet <laughs> i was just getting ready to say uh dr michael mosley and you said okay <laughs> you so, now 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 you know what i'm gonna really pay you for that one next which is trust me <laughs> Uh, dinner's on me next time, okay? <laughs> but you know what? The greatest prophet is your mind. Again, we only do what our mind tells us to do. And so if your mind says, oh, that's too big, oh, I can't conquer that, oh, I'll never live in a house like that, oh, that's good for concert, but I'll never drive a Mercedes, I, I just can't afford that. What you really need salvation or change in is your mind. And you want God, that's a prayer to pray, Lord, save my mind. Let me think better. Let me believe more in myself and believe more in you. If I say I am a Christian or I'm a follower of this particular deity or this particular God, there should be some proof in what you're doing. Don't just go to church just to be there and say, I did my, what is it, my religious duty. No, God wants to save your mind that you can achieve the life that he has destined for you to achieve. So, and, you know, you mentioned thinking too small. How can people shift from thinking too small to thinking bigger? 
really, you just got to force yourself to do that. I, I really want to encourage people. We, we're so afraid. And that's the other thing. Lord, I guess I would say, Lord, help me not to be afraid. Help me not to be afraid. Remember your past accomplishments and realize that if I did that, I can do this. If I got this job, then I can get another job. Even I tell people, if you got, I was married and divorced. I, mm-hmm. I, I had a, a first wife. And you know, that's a hurtful thing to go through divorce. Mm-hmm. But then you think, well, you know what? Wait a minute. I attracted her. She was a beautiful lady. And, and you know, things just didn't work out. I got custody of my children. I raised my children myself. Mm-hmm. If I did that, what else can Michael Mosley do? What else can Constance Arnold do? And in fact, I want to ask the listeners, what could you do if it wasn't for the naysayers around you? What mm-hmm. could you do if that wasn't the negativity around you? Allow that to be removed and focus on your strengths, your accomplishments. The Bible says, whatsoever things are honest of a good report, think on these things and you'll find the motivation to think bigger. So should they write down those accomplishments and think on them and then prophesy to themselves? You know, I, you know, I am uh, confident and, and ambitious and I've had a powerful jobs before and I will have another one. What would that look like in action? I would do it. And I'll tell you what happened to me. Mm-hmm. I was, uh, um, Going through a rough period, this was many, many years ago, and I was ran to my first wife. I was in between jobs, as we like to say, mm-hmm. and I didn't know what to do. My mother called me, and she said to me, get a piece of paper and write down everything that you know how to do and that you enjoy doing. Mm-hmm. And I just started writing. I said, okay, well, I ain't going to hurt none. I ain't got nothing to do anyway. So <laughs> I was just... I did. I just, you know, you know, all my children was on TV, so I'm sitting there like a bum watching, watching all my children. So I said, okay. And I started writing down the different things I know how to do. I knew how to speak. I knew how to do radio at that time. I knew how to teach piano a little bit anyway. Just different things that I knew I, how to do. Well, that's what started, really, it started my ministry. And I, I, I turned it into a brochure. And I started sending it out to people. Now, what happened was one person called me. Not a lot, but one. All I needed was that one. I sent out probably about 100, but one person called me, and that was the one to start me moving. I also told a client, go back and look at your resume. Look at your resume. Look at the accomplishments of what you wrote on that resume and start believing, feeling those accomplishments. When you got that bachelor's degree, how did it feel? Again, the, the, the next thing is tap into the feeling of, what, of your accomplishment. How did it feel when you gave birth to your first child and you were able to look at them into their eyes? How did it feel when you got the keys to your first apartment? It may have been raggedy, but it was yours and you got the key to it. How did it feel? So feelings behind the prophesying and the thinking is important. It is. I say this and I get, got it from Neville Goddard. Prayer is more of what you feel than what you say. Mm, I love that. You know, that's nothing but the truth. So it sounds like that you're you're sharing with listeners that they can begin to replace what you can't do and fear with focus. Because like you said, when you wrote down all the things that you could do, you were focusing on in on what is possible. 
You know what? I, uh, I think in that chapter I wrote about a little story. I was in California and I got lost again somewhere. I don't know how I ended up on this little bridge. I don't know where in the world this little bridge is, but it's a bridge and it was a two lane bridge, one lane going and one lane coming. I don't know how I ended up on it, but there was no way for me to turn around. Oh, Lord. I, I was petrified. I mean, and I mean, the water was below me. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm already afraid of heights, you know, but I had to, I really had to literally talk myself into getting across this bridge because I couldn't turn around. And so what I did was I, I turned the radio off. I mean, I'm going to concentrate. Turn the radio off. I, I, I made sure I zeroed in on just looking at what's ahead. I had to focus on the, I couldn't even pay attention to the car. And I even slowed down a little bit. Then there may have been a car or two behind me, but they go going to have to wait because I'm going to focus. <laughs> I'm going to focus on getting over to the other side of this bridge. The water was below me. I couldn't even take in the view of the beautiful water because at that time it was it was making me afraid. Yeah. But I finally got across the bridge. And the only way I could do that is I had to focus. I had to replace my fear. I was scared. But I had to replace my fear with focusing. I'm going across this bridge. And I don't know how I'm going to get back home, but I know one thing. I'm not going back across this bridge no more. <laughs> <laughs> and I did. I made it back to Riverside, California, where I was living at the time. So I want to encourage you. You may be afraid to get married again. You may be afraid to have a child. You may get a, be afraid to open up your business. But replace the fear with focus. And if you're going to focus on something, you're going to start feeling it. You're going to start feeling the safety, feeling the money, feeling the love. You know, I've really been practicing more on, on that feeling aspect, you know, of the law of attraction. And, 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 you know, the law of attraction is, you know, whatever you focus on, whatever you think on, feel and believe, you get more of that. So really, you're kind of talking about the law of attraction, right? Exactly. Right. That's all it is. You are attracting. The more you talk about something, you attract it. The more you talk about your favorite shrimp, whether you like it fried or grilled, the more you talk about it, you're talking yourself into it. You're talking it towards you at the same time. So it is the law of attraction. And so basically, are we prophesying with our words or, or, and with our thoughts? How are we prophesying to ourselves? It all goes together. Mm -hmm. If you tell somebody, I love you, but you don't have the feeling behind it, that's just words. Ooh, you're going to be in big trouble. Yeah, oh, you know it. But honestly, <laughs> fellas, even ladies, you know, I love you. But it, it doesn't have the feeling behind it. No, something. And, you know, uh, and then you got to have the right feeling for the right person. Mm -hmm. Some Somebody may say, you know, I love you with your crazy self. You know, they they cool with that. But then you tell that to somebody, they're like, don't be calling me crazy. You know, mm -hmm. and, you know, so that different uh, uh, levels of feeling that works for that particular person or that particular uh, situation. But you got to have it all work together. If you really feel it, visualize it and speak it, it all works together to make a big, powerful combination to bring forth a tremendous manifestation. So true, Dr. Mosley. And, you know, for listeners, sometimes, you know, in between my coaching, I'll just go sit in a in my sunroom and take five minutes and just intentionally focus in, feel and see something because we know it's already done. So it's not like listeners have to just spend hours in meditation, meditation. They can just work it into their lives. I tell people start with five minutes. Yeah. 
just simple five minutes. It will do you wonders. And I do the same thing. A lot of times I start my morning off going, when it's not so hot outside, I'll go outside on the balcony. Ooh, that the truth. <laughs> yeah, honey, it gets hot. You know, but I sit outside on the balcony and, and I look at the trees. And But one thing I do also in meditating or in manifesting, I also have a spirit of appreciation. Mm. I appreciate the trees. I appreciate my ability to hear the birds and to feel the wind, even to look at the the blue skies that are here in Atlanta. I appreciate my children, even taking a shower, appreciate the warm water. When you show appreciation, you are also manifesting. You are meditating. Mm. So, So expound on that. So when a person shows appreciation, it's a form of meditation and you're manifesting. What do yes. you mean by that? When you're appreciating something, you're in the nowness of it. I'm mm-hmm. feeling this right now. I'm loving my beautiful home now. I'm looking in my office. I'm appreciating uh, what the things that I have now. And so when you're focusing on the now, that's meditating. I'm meditating on this nowness, the love that is here right now. And you are sending a signal to the universe that says, I want more of this. Because the universe wants to give you whatever you like, whatever you're focusing on, that's saying, oh, you like that. Okay, I'm going to give you some more of that. You like money? And I tell people, love money. Ain't nothing wrong with it. Money is my girlfriend. I want you to know. (laughs) And my wife ain't got no problem with it. But, you know, but appreciate it. Appreciate the dollar bill that you have. You know, I like this dollar bill. It gives me power. I can go to the dollar store and buy something, even buy bubble gum with it. Then guess what happens? I'm meditating on that dollar. I'm meditating on how it feels and then I send a signal to the universe that says I like this and it gives me more of what I like it brings that attraction to me just by appreciating that's profound and all listeners can do that you know you know you also talk about faith versus unbelief and I can hear a lot of people say well I don't really have a lot of faith Uh, so so talk about that to listeners how can they move from unbelief to increasing their faith, what would that look like? You know what? Again, I want to encourage everybody, uh, focus on what you have. You already have it. Mm. You are, and I tell people this, faith is really like a muscle. Is You know how when your babies, uh, babies are born, they're little bitty cute little things, you know, mm-hmm. just mm-hmm. cute. But they still got to develop their muscles. Whatever you ha- you already have, everything that you need, you're born with it. You were born with uh, the muscles within you. Now, all we do is exercise. Now, I'm one. Everybody know I don't go to the gym like I should. Shame on me. Pray for me, y'all. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm going to get there. I really am. I'm going to get there. But one thing I did do one time I went to the gym, you know, they had you to lift these weights and, and then you do these weight machines and all of that. Well, really, the muscle is already there. Now, when I did it, like, oh, that hurt. I have another friend. She loves the gym. Oh, she loves the gym. My God. And she come, uh, uh, called me and my wife one day and said, oh, I'm just sore. But oh, that felt so good. I'm like, you're crazy. You mean that hurt? You feel, I'm going to feel good. But she, she knows what it's doing. It's exercising that muscle within you. You already have a faith muscle. Mm. All you got to do is work it that it becomes stronger. Believe in yourself. 
If you if you like the way you clean the house, well, then keep cleaning and believe in yourself. Then you say, well, you know what? I can mow the grass. Then after you mow the lawn, then maybe you can wash the car. You can keep believing in yourself. Then you know what? You can probably design a landscape. Maybe you can build a doghouse. It keeps growing. All you got to do is just keep exercising that muscle. Whatever you want, you already have the ability to do it. It's powerful. And so, Dr. Moser, do you believe that people talk themselves out of what they want or they prof- they're prophesying negativity and so their manifestations can't get to them? What's your thinking around that and how can people change that? Well, first of all, their manifestation is getting to them. It's just not what they thought they were going to get. Yeah. You're focusing on negativity, so you're manifesting negativity. You know, I, oh, I would love to have this. Oh, but I, I, I could never live there. Oh, I could never do that. Well, then you just talked yourself out of it. What you're saying is I don't want it. You know, again, uh, if you keep, keep talking about people with money, then you won't ever have it because that shows you got a problem with it. So don't talk about Constance because she has a nice sunroom and she lives in a beautiful area. You want to say, congratulations, girl, how did you do that? And that's what I did. I called you when I was thinking about moving to Atlanta. Yeah, you did. I, I called you. Tell me about Atlanta. I want I want to live by, like how you live. You know, all things are possible again. So all we got to do is really focus in on what you're desiring to have. Believe in yourself. You can make this transition. Simple steps. Again, look at your resume. Look at who you are. Change, read and listen to Constance Arnold. Listen to programs and shows that will motivate you, that will exercise that muscle that you can become stronger and achieve what you desire. Well, you know, speaking of we, before you moved here, you called me and, and somebody else, I think, was looking, uh, another eight, a real estate agent was looking at homes for you guys. And you yes. asked me, you said, what about that area? And I said, oh, wow, that's a great area. I said, that's a very affluent area. You remember I said yes. that? Yes, So even before you said it in your mind, you were th- you were prophesying to yourself. Exactly. And I will tell you, um, I used to come to Atlanta uh, to to speak and to preach at other services. And uh, a friend of mine took me into an area uh, just for me. She she was excited and, and just wanted me to see Atlanta. And I'm so very grateful. And I remember driving through this area called Eagle's Landing. And I said, oh, you know what? That is gorgeous. You know, mm-hmm. and I'm like, wow. Uh, but again, uh, you know, I didn't realize I never thought I would live here. Now, at one, you know, let me go back. Can I go back a little bit? You can further? go back. You know what? When I first got, um, not first, but when I got divorced from my first wife, I was very hurt and all of that. You know how it is. Mm-hmm. And I had never been to Atlanta. But I said to myself, if push come to shove, I'm going to take me and my boys and we go move to Atlanta. I didn't know why. Mm. But I always said Atlanta. I always said, why not Memphis? Why not Chicago? Why not Miami? I don't know. But it was, and I had never been here. So I guess it started way back then. I didn't know what the fascination was about Atlanta. But again, I believe it started that that momentum of manifestation. And then when I felt God finally years later tell me, I want you to move to Atlanta, it started to build up more momentum. And sure enough, that was a home in Eagle's Landing. See, again, talking to yourself, but Lord, them homes out there cost X, Y, and Z dollars and da-da-da-da-da. No, you know what I did? I said, now, God, if you took care of me here in California, 
mm-hmm. where the cost of living is multiplied a little bit more. Absolutely. I said, you know what? I believe I can do this. And I want to encourage the listener right now. That's a, I want to say that's a lady right now listening to me. But I want you to grab this. You can do this. If you realize where you have been and how God has taken care of you back then, you realize the same God is still with you right now. The, that electrical socket in your home can power your television. It can power your radio. It can power your fan. All you got to do is stay plugged in, stay connected, keep believing in yourself, stay connected to things that will motivate you. You can achieve it. Yeah. You know, and I love your chapter on from now on. What is that chapter about and how can listeners begin to utilize that principle in their lives? You know what? From now on, you know, whenever anybody make that statement, that's a sign that says, you know what? There's an ending right here. And there's a beginning. Mm-hmm. So that means from now on, uh-oh, what's she about to say now? From now on, uh-oh, something's about to stop and something is about to change. What we're about to do is say from now on, boom, there's a change happening in my life. From now on, I am making a conscious decision to be better. We talk about, you know, New Year resolutions and many people are afraid of New Year resolutions. I said, don't be. Mm-hmm. You know, it's time to make a change. So, well, what if I don't, what if I don't keep it up? Again, talk yourself into it. Stop talking yourself out of it. I just may. And even if, I tell people this, even if you get the book that I have, if you don't read the whole book, don't worry. If you read one chapter, I really believe it will bless you. I really believe it will proper, uh, properly prosper you. Just one chapter. So what am I saying? Talk it, go as far as you can. At least get started. Sometimes we kill it before we even get started. So make the statement from now on, I am going to do this. What if I don't last? It don't matter. I'm starting. And I think it's part of the book. I talk about start where you left off. Yeah. And so I tell people, just start from where you left off. Again, just start right. But if you find out that you stopped, well, then just go right back to that point and start again. Just keep starting until you get to where you want to be. So from now on, we're making a declaration. We're making a statement. No, I refuse to be a smoker. From now on, I'm going to start making steps to be to quit smoking. I'm going to start making steps to start my business. From now on, I am a determined woman. From now on, I am successful. From now on, I'm looking at myself differently. No more of this weak, intimidated young man. No, I'm a strong, good-looking man from now on. It matters what I say as opposed to what other people say. Now, that's a profound principle. So, Dr. Mosley, would you suggest that people speak that out loud? Because even as you were speaking, I could feel the vibration and the faith of your words. I would. You know, sometimes I tell people, talk to yourself. Go ahead on. <laughs> Talk to, you only the one in the car. Talk to yourself while you're in the car. You know, you're in the home or taking a shower and uh, 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 taking a bath. Talk to yourself. You know you ain't crazy. And then I tell some people, yes, I am crazy. Yes, I 
I, I am great. My sometimes I really do. I was. I think I told this story. I was uh, folding up clothes in my laundry room, and uh, I just enjoyed doing it. And I was in there having a good time talking to my angels. I really was talking to my angels. And my wife heard me. And next thing I know, I turned around. She was peeking through the door, and she said, "Who are you talking to?" Because <laughs> I, I had a I had a real conversation going on here. And she's like, "Who are you talking to?" I told her, "I'm talking to my angels. Do you mind?" <laughs> But I want to encourage you, talk to yourself. That's the whole purpose of this book. Speak it out loud. From now on, I am the lender and not the borrower. Mm, that's good. From now on, I am. I am great. I am smart. These are nothing more than affirmations. I am somebody successful. I am from now on talk to yourself. And so uh, Dr. Moses, I can hear people saying, well, you know, I did that. I tried that, but didn't anything happen? What would you say to listeners around that? That's too much proof that it does happen. Yeah. That's too much proof. Now, it's almost like a weight loss pill or maybe during exercises. Maybe you may have to exercise a little bit harder. I got a little bit more pounds to lose in concerts, y'all. So I got to work (laughs) a little bit harder. I got to walk maybe another mile than she does, but it works. You got to still believe. And I tell people, what do you got to lose? Yeah. What do you have to lose? It's not cost you anything, but, but the cost of my book, that's all it's going to cost mm-hmm. money. Other than that, you really, you're not losing anything, but you're gaining so much more. Talk yourself into it and then start noticing how you feel. That's important. Mm-hmm. Let me give an example. You know, Dr. Mosley, I guess some decades ago, two decades ago, I would walk around and say, I'm rich. I'm, I have more than enough. I was saying it, but I wasn't feeling anything. I was feeling lack and, mm-hmm. and scarcity and really scared about all the bills that I had accumulated. So that principle that you just shared about not just talking it, but feeling it is really important because initially I didn't do that. It is. Feel, again, let's go back to pretending. I love when you that pretend, word, pretending. You feel. When you pretend, you feel. You know, I was pretending I was driving a Mercedes when I was driving a Hyundai. And yes, I got the Mercedes. I was pretending, but I finally got it. So I, when I was pretending I was on the radio before I was on the radio. Pretend. It does work. And again, you just got to talk yourself into it, not out of it. Somebody else have accomplished what you are trying to do. Connect with them. You may not know their phone number, but watch their videos. Listen to Constance Arnold. Read their books. Do uh, Go to the seminars. You just want to st- stay in an atmosphere of motivation, and it will bring about manifestation. Okay, so you're talking about pretending and feeling, and we know the whole money issue always comes up. Okay, I'm pretending I'm going to the Bahamas, but how am I going to get the money? Talk about the how uh, that's associated with pretending and imagination. First of all, it's simple. Don't don't make it any harder. Just just see yourself in the Bahamas. Mm -hmm. See yourself there. See yourself not looking at 
going. No, I want to see myself there. I'm on the beach. I am there with my beautiful wife, and we're sitting there and enjoying the sun, and I, I have a nice tall glass of Coca-Cola, and I'm just having a fun time and eating fresh pineapple. See yourself there. And again, well, how is it going to happen? The how is up to God, but he will attract it to you. It will come towards you. Talk yourself into it. See yourself there. Don't worry so much about the how. And this is another thing. When we talk about money, I said this because since I've been in Atlanta, one thing I had to stop doing was worrying about money. Mm -hmm. Again, stop worrying about how we're going to go to the Bahamas. Don't worry about it. Just appreciate Whatever comes your way. And I'm going to give you a little snippet. I tell people when you want a particular car, start noticing how you start noticing that car more on the freeway. Yeah. Or how different, how you start looking in the magazine. Oh, that goes my car. It was intentional. The divine is trying to say you're on the path of manifestation. So when I came to Atlanta, I really, in purpose in my mind, I'm not going to worry about money. I just refuse. That was too stressful for me in California. Mm -hmm. Do you know money has just literally been coming to me? I even found money that was owed to me in Texas. Somebody sent me a, a website and said, are you Michael Mosley uh, that lived at X, Y, and Z? Yes. Then the state of Texas owed you some money. And sure enough, they did. And I got it. Mm -hmm. When I stopped worrying, it started coming to me. I just begin, and I would pay the bill, and that's another thing I start doing. Pay the bill. Pay the bill. Sometimes I would wait on the light bill and try to pay the water bill because I know, and you're trying to get money for the rent, but, it, you know, just pay what you can right now. Mm -hmm. This is why I have money for the light bill. I'm going to send that off. I got money for this bill. I'm going to send it off. And when I would do that, instead of holding on to everything, trying to accumulate more, it's, it, it makes it manifest more because what I was doing was I was engaging in a spirit of lack. I was confirming that I don't really have it. But when I pay it, I pay it like I got it. And guess what? I get a replacement. Yeah, that's nothing. And especially when it comes to money, that was a principle I had to learn. And for listeners, the more you focus on, talk about and feel what you don't have, the more lack and limitation stays with you. And that's the truth. Yeah. I had to learn that the hard way. But I finally got And you know what? Another thing I had to do. Can I tell you this? Yeah. I had to learn to celebrate money. Hmm. In other words, I had to learn to take my wife out, take my kids out, go out to eat. You know, sometimes, oh, no, uh, honey, I can't afford that. We go sit in this house. We go, we go, <laughs> we go eat some hot dogs tonight, baby. We ain't going out here. But I really, there are times when I would feel God really tell me, no, y'all going out to eat. But this is the last $50 I got. Go out to eat. And so when I would do that, I kid you not, money would be in my account. It's just some kind of something will happen. I get a surprise check, something, but it it encourages money to start flowing. So I've come to tell you, fellas, take your woman out to eat. You know, celebrate her. Buy her some nice clothes. Get her, let her get her hair and her nails done. Treat her like the queen. And I promise you, if you stay in that vibration, you will attract more money. Because the universe and oh, you like doing that for your wife. You like doing that for your girlfriend. Man, hey, it'll give you more money to do it with. And that's, that is really the truth. So focus, celebrate money, celebrate people around you with money. Don't be stingy. Yeah, that's nothing. But you, you know, a millionaire told me many years ago and uh, maybe a decade ago, he said, uh, he said, you know, when you spend money, you're really in a vibration of abundance. And I didn't understand then like I do now. And of course, we're not spending foolishly. But the example that you gave 
you took your family and your wife out to dinner in a vibration of abundance because you knew, okay, I'm I'm spending this, but more would take its place. Yeah. I'm having fun. Sometimes we have date night. Go on out. You deserve it. And you know what the, I love? I tell everybody, if you get the book, definitely read the last chapter. And one lady, she even told me she was, I was in Omaha, Nebraska. She spoke to me. She said, I bought your book. She said, I started, I read books from the ending to the beginning. And I said, oh, really? So she said, I started with the last chapter. And I said, okay, that's the, a good way to do it. I tell, because the last chapter is talking about having fun. Mm-hmm. And I encourage people, and I say it all the time, having fun is a sign of having faith. Mm. So if you well, can well, have, why, why is that? If you can have fun, you are really knowing that everything is going to work itself out. Because you cannot have fun and be worried at the same time. Fun mm-hmm. says, I don't have no stress. Everything is good. God's got this. It's in his hands. I'm not worried about no bills. And so therefore, what you're doing is you are uh, you're emanating or releasing a vibration of fun. And that fun vibration manifests more fun for you. So you don't want to go around being in worry. No, because that's the vibration that you're sending off. We want to have fun. And then you notice God looks at you and say, oh, yeah, they're having fun. Come on, do this, do this. You know how you're in a party and somebody mm-hmm. really dancing? Then they start rooting you on, go, Constance, go, Constance, break it down, girl. Go ahead, <laughs> girl. Go on. You know what? It's because it's starting to build the momentum. Having fun is a sign that says, God I trust you. You got this. I'm taking my wife out to eat. You got all the other bills. We going to party. And guess what will happen? You will manifest greater results, greater joys, greater love. You know, that's nothing but the truth. And for me, I call that carefree living in a place of rest. And, you know, this is a powerful book. I gave you an endorsement. And, you know, I'm asked to endorse a lot of books. And I don't say yes. Unless it's the real deal. It's an easy read. Uh, You know, you have the chapters really broken down and you give lots of how to's and strategies for people to take. And uh, I'm going to strongly encourage listeners to, you know, really get his book and you can read it, uh, you know, sitting in your sunroom or, or while you're on the beach or, you know, just while you're relaxing, having a cup of coffee. And like you said, Dr. Mosley, if you if they just took one chapter and uh, really acted on that one chapter, they would change their lives. I really do believe it. And and I do want to say thank you for the endorsement. I, I, I do love Constance Arnold, everybody. On a serious note, I'm very appreciative of her. And uh, I want you to get a copy of the book. I, I believe, more so, yes, I, let me be honest, yes, I do get paid and I want y'all to pay. Yeah, I do that. But more than anything, I really want you to be inspired. Yeah. I really do want others to achieve their goals. I didn't come from a rich family. I didn't have a rich uncle, a rich mama or daddy, but I had a rich mind. Mm. And I believed that whatever I saw on television, that's really the truth. Whatever I saw on television, I believe I could do it. And so I'm grateful that I moved from a shotgun home when I was, you know, as a child. And now I I thank God that I do. I live in a beautiful place, a place that is really gorgeous. We got more rooms than what we need, but that's the abundance. Mm -hmm. And God really is saying, I need people that will be proof of what I can do. 
I need you to be the proof that with me and this is impossible, but with God, all things are possible. I need you to be the proof that you can drive a nice car. No matter what situation you come from, all I want to encourage the listeners today is to know that your dream is not in vain. Your goals, God is not dangling a carrot in front of you and snatching it back, saying, I bet you can't get it. No, he wants you to get it. All you got to do now is talk yourself into it. And I even feel this. I hear this in my ear. God is going to even meet you halfway. Mm. If you Mm. just start talking yourself into it, he'll take it from there and carry you to your destination. That's powerful. Well, you know, in these closing minutes, why this went by so quick, uh, Dr. Mosley, tell people how can they get your book? What is your website? Do you have any special offerings, et cetera? I want everybody to go to the website, drmichaelmosley.com, D-R-M-I-C-H-A-E-L-M-O-S-L-E-Y. You can get a copy of the book uh, right there through the website. It's only, I think it's $15, $15.99, something like that. Uh, But go to the website, get a copy of the book, drmichaelmosley.com. You can also go on Amazon. Uh, You can get the Kindle version if you want uh, at Amazon. uh, And the name of the book is Talk Yourself Into It. I would love uh, to give you a personal reading if you desire. Now, if you want to get a reading from Dr. Mosley, all you got to do is text the word reading to 40691. And that's going to be a code there that says it'll give you a special Uh, And if you click the code, it'll give you, I think it's 25% off, something like that. So text the word reading to 40691, and you can get a reading from Dr. Mosley. But go to the website, drmichaelmosley.com, and get the book. I believe, in fact, I'm going to go as far as to say I guarantee you that it will help you and inspire you. So we got about three or four minutes. What do you feel like God is really saying to people Uh, Dr. Mosley, all over the world today. Open your heart to receive. Don't close your heart. Open your heart to receive. I say this now, there are a lot of people, and I don't want to be, um, how can I say this? We look at, you know, politics, Mm -hmm. and we look at who's in office and different things of that nature, whether you are for or against, it doesn't matter. But what I am saying is, doesn't matter who's in office to a certain degree, because we got to remember who is yet in control. Who is in control of your mind? No one can block your mind. No one can block your success if you don't let them block it. Open your mind to what you can achieve. Open your heart to receive greater. There's so much more. I believe even I'm so appreciative of where I live, but there's still even greater. There's greater furniture, greater ideas, greater places to visit, greater cruises to be on. There's still greater. Open your mind to the possibilities and talk yourself into it. God is great, therefore you are great. So now let's begin to receive great things. Open your mind to the possibilities and talk yourself into it. Wow, that's powerful. So there are just unlimited possibilities, Dr. Mosley, that are just waiting for us to be open to them. Yes. All you got, even that woman that had the issue of blood, she opened her mind to the possibility. Well, it didn't work with the doctors. It didn't work with this herb. It didn't work with this tea. Maybe let me just try Jesus one more time. Let's or try Jesus, period. I've heard some things about him. I've heard 
open yourself. I've heard that the Bahamas are beautiful. I heard that the Cayman Islands are wonderful. I've heard other people have been married for 30 years. I've heard that someone found love at the age of 70. I heard of somebody doing this. Well, what have you heard? Open your mindset to the possibility. You can get married again. You can have your business. All things are really possible. Come on. Talk your mind into it. Talk yourself into it and then go get it. Wow. So powerful. Thank you so much. And guys, I'm going to really strongly encourage you. You know, if I endorse something, I believe in the book and I believe in the man. And he has a servant spirit and uh, he's a true prophet. He has prophesied some things to me personally. uh, And he's just right on. So visit his website. Listen to his show. What's the name of your show? Your Spiritual GPS to Success. And I'm grateful for the Law of Attraction Network. I'm also grateful. You have to help me, you know, with iHeartRadio. I was nominated and got on iHeart. I didn't really know what iHeart was. It's you had day. to call me. You had to call me and school me on it. <laughs> I, I, I had to school you. And, and, and coming up, and all the details had not been formed yet, um, will be we're going to be on a cruise the law of attraction radio network next year and we want you to come and i think dr moses is going to be there i'm going to be there and so start setting your intention for that jules uh we'll get out the info in the next I, I think 30 days and we would love to meet you in person right Dr. Mosley Exactly last time I was on a cruise with you I met some most wonderful people so I'm really excited about this cruise <laughs> Well it's all good everybody what a powerful show thank you so much for listening Bless to the speak. Think Believe and Manifest talk show and as I say every week you may not know it or feel it but you are surrounded by the power and the love of God and you know that I'm really crazy about you and that I love believing you and adore you and I just want you to say and think this week something good is happening to me and through me make it a great week thank you for listening to think believe and manifest Constance Arnold will be back next week with another great show just for you For more information, please visit fulfillingyourpurpose.com.